Massheads. <laughs> I am Trish, a happily married, anxiety-ridden, stay-at-home mom with too much to do, so I ignore it and record podcasts instead. <laughs> Welcome back to this wedded mess, because life does require a lot of paper towels. I will be your guide through the mess today. Welcome. It is episode nine of season two. Guys, guys, episode nine. We're almost to 10, and that's a wrap on season two. This is crazy. It's gone by so fast. By the way, as always, we appreciate you listening. We love if you share it, if you are digging it. You know, go leave a review. That would be so awesome. Subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and also be sure to keep up with us on Facebook and Instagram. I am going to start kicking it up, though, on the socials, because here's the thing. When it seems like the whole universe kind of revolves around you and what you have to do in terms of taking care of everything in the house and for everybody in the house, and we keep the world going, right? <laughs> and... I haven't had a whole lot of time to do the podcast and really engage on social media the way that I want to. It's kind of like one or the other. Long story short, being that I'm not sure what 2021 is going to take off looking like, <laughs> and we have a move coming up, and who knows what else is going to transpire with possible school stuff and COVID. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to think positive. I'm going to try to kick up on social media, and that may mean a hiatus on the podcast. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know yet. We will have to see. We'll have to see what happens. But let's get into it. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We had a fabulous Thanksgiving. It was our first one where it was just the four of us at home, our own dinner. We did our own shebang, and I really <laughs> was... Very nervous. I got very nervous there at the start of the turkey preparation because I, I, it had been thawing for like four days in the fridge, which according to the charts I had pulled up on the internet, uh, that would have been more than enough time. However, I, I went to reach in to start grabbing the goobity gooblas and there was like chunks of ice in there. I was like, oh no, but it was all good. It thawed quickly and um, the whole thing just turned out great. And it was just really simple and really nice. Like everybody, I think, really enjoyed it. And uh, so I hope you had a wonderful day. I hope your meal was lovely. I hope your the people around your table were lovely. And uh, it was just awesome. You know what that means. Christmas time. Is that not cute or what? Christmas season is officially here. Not to brag, but I am done with my Christmas shopping. I know. I know. I'm very excited about it. It wasn't easy, but I buckled down. I focused. And I only went over budget by like $600. No. <laughs> uh, boom. I'm actually really amazed that... It went so quick because I'm such a researcher and I like to give gifts that people will actually appreciate. I don't want to give people gifts that it's like, oh, that's nice. Throw that in the junk drawer or put that in the closet and say we use it all the time. Like I want to give people stuff that either will mean something to them or they can actually use or I just don't like to give junk. And I'm far from the best gift giver. 
but I'm trying to do that on a budget as well. And so, you know, it, it, it makes shopping a little more dicey. Did most of it online, but then I dragged my husband and kids out to do some of it this weekend. It, <laughs> we went to the big W store and oh, we wanted to check out, we only had a few things. We wanted to check out in the garden section because we had come in that way and that just made sense. Well, you know, no one was there at the little post, the little checkout stand. So I see on the screen, it says, oh, push here and we'll have somebody come over. I push it. Okay. Somebody came over very nice to let us know someone would be on the way. But then the lady who was like supposed to be there was apparently not happy that we were there and we had interrupted her big time doing something somewhere else. And then I had the nerve to give her a gift card. She rings it all up. I'm like, okay, I've got this gift card. Do I just swipe it? Yes. Swipe it. Okay. Uh, I don't have a pin for it. It asks for a pin. I don't have a pin for this. Okay, we'll just do this, do this, do this. And what she's telling me is not on the screen. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, what now? What does it say? So I tell her what it says. And then we do this like three times before I give her the card. And I say, can you do it on your side? And she's like, oh, well, see, you didn't tell me how much it was for. Because it was for less than the amount of our total order. And I, as the customer, I guess, was supposed to know that she needed to know that. (sighs) you gotta love those folks in the blue aprons. And, okay, when we were out shopping, I was laser focused. First of all, I was trying to make sure the kids were right next to us. And two, I was contending with the mask. I'm still not used to wearing, because I don't ever go out, y'all. It's still very discombobulating to me. I can't breathe. Sweating inside of it. I'm trying to make sure my kids have theirs on. I was, and I was laser focused on the mission. The mission of Christmas shopping. And I had my list and I had my budget and I was tracking everything and I was on it. My husband, though, later on said, did you notice all the people that weren't wearing masks? And I said, no. I said, well, what gives them the right? Because everywhere has a sign that says you can't come in here unless you wear a mask. Plus, we're under a mandatory mask order statewide. (laughs) why do you think you don't need to wear a mask? Like that kind of, that kind of peeves me. We went into, um, bath. I always get the wrong word. The store with the lotions and the potions that smells really good. And, uh, well, the whole point of going in there is to smell stuff. And that's tricky with your mask on. Plus I wear glasses. So my glasses are already fogging up and I'm trying to pull my thing down to smell stuff. And then my glasses fall off and then I pick them up and then the sweat that I have, it's a, it's a whole thing. But anyway, we lived through it. It's fine. It was just a mess. But to the people who are not wearing their masks when they're supposed to, listen, listen, it's a bummer. Nobody wants to do it. I don't want to wear it either. I don't want to wear this. I'm miserable in it. But I'm doing it because there's a sign that says I have to, first of all. And then the governor said we do. Look, I'm just trying to get a couple candles, a couple soaps, in and out, a couple gifts done. But you people who are not wearing masks are basically flipping us off that are. Just put the mask on. So now I've got all the actual presents bought. And across my mind, because we don't typically do stockings. A long time ago, we realized that the amount of money you spend to fill a stocking 
you might as well go ahead and get a ninja foodie or or something for for what you're going to pay for a stocking full of small crap, right? It's just crap. It ends up being this enormous amount of money. We haven't done those in years, but my mother-in-law was doing stockings for a long time and I I said you know, if you don't want to do that, because I realize how much it is to fill those up and it really tacks on to the to the budget, <laughs> the whole Christmas budget for all these people you're buying for, you don't really need to do that because I don't need 10 packs of gum that bad. It, it's okay. I have a toothbrush I like. You just save your money, okay? And she really loved it. And so we haven't done it um, over there either in a, in a long time. So... I still think they're fun. I think if I had more money and could afford it, I'd do the stockings. But I'd rather get one nice thing rather than a bunch of little junky things. Now, part of my Christmas tradition is HSN. Okay, let me tell you. HSN got me so excited. I discovered it really, I don't know, like three or four years ago. And ever since, oh, Around that Black Friday time, it gets lit up on HSN and QVC. Oh, they've got HSN 2. they got QVC 1, 2, 3, and a holiday. I mean, it's multi-network, multi-shopping, and they will sell you everything. And I'm there for it. I love it. I'm like an addict watching them. Just wheel me and deal me. Uh, <laughs> I did not start watching HSN the other day thinking... I would own or have several items on the way to me by that evening, but it happened. But this, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, this whole season here, this is like their Super Bowl. These HSN hosts, and I just, I love them. I want to be an HSN host so badly. I don't know why, but they just reel me in and I am just hooked. I, I love it. They could sell fish to a fisherman. They could sell ice to an Eskimo. They could sell brains to a zombie. No, zombies need brains. They could sell joy to the angels. <laughs> this is how good they are. These HSN hosts, if they wanted to go evangel or, or they wanted to, to go be pastors out somewhere... They would pack the pews, COVID or no COVID. They would tell you all the benefits that come along with your salvation. You could pay for it over time. You've got all these choices uh, of colors and free shipping and handling. Jesus has paid the price. Okay, HSN, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, that's kind of a good idea. I mean, they can make you want anything, whether you have snow or not they can make you need that snow blower everything they have is so practical it makes so much sense it's affordable it's multifunctioning. it's a it's a it's a wide array of colors you're gonna get not one but three it's it's such a value and when they throw in these five easy pays and free shipping and handling i'm sold i'm sold every time some of my top picks, my my faves over the years, Joy. I don't know which one she's on. I think she might be QVC. I'm not sure. Joy Miller. I don't know her last name. It starts with an M. She ha- she started off with that mop 
way back in the day, there was a movie about her. But uh, since then, she's branched out. She did some pillows. I love those pillows. They are my favorite. I probably need to replace them because I've had them for a couple years now. But they still work great. I love them, love them, love them. Her hangers, her huggable hangers. Bam. I got like nine sets in my closet. Love huggable hangers. I've gotten several things, but I've generally loved everything. You can't go wrong. Oh, and right now in the whole holiday season, you have till the end of January to send it back if you don't like it. Oh, (laughs) sold. HSN got me like. Wait for it. Thank you, HSN, for bringing the holiday cheer in the exclusive colors and five easy pays. HSN, you... You give me that free shipping and handling and easy returns till the end of January. You'll never know what that means to me. So HSN, Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Woo-wee. <laughs> All right, how about some? You may be young now, but 40 gonna getcha. Okay. Yeah, I thought we'd uh, dive in a little bit. Today on uh, our changing bodies. <laughs> um, you know, because middle age takes takes a toll on our bodies. And uh, my, what used to be a muffin top, has shifted out and downward to create a more of a literal top butt. Where, like, my real butt isn't even there anymore. It just kind of blends into my legs. <laughs> but I have this top extra butt that sticks out and knocks stuff as I walk by like it catches something on the fridge or my pants will always catch the hinge on the door (sighs) I don't care for that the arm flapping and that whole crinkly look uh, on the back of the arm I don't even know when it happened I wasn't looking and it's there and these are changes that are scary. I mean, it's like you wake up one day and chicken wings. Chicken wings in full effect. What else has happened to my poor body? Uh, Well, yeah. Okay, so the kids, women can all relate about the tummies and how it's poochy or uh, the skin there just never will tone. It's just always going to be like this saggy, uh, wrinkly sack of flesh and then those of us who have had c-sections uh we are lucky enough to experience a front butt or a kind of skirt if you will that hangs over your nether regions and that's just not a good look when i used to get those kind of swimsuits where it would be like the swimsuit bottoms with a little short skirt over it i don't even need the skirt now because my c-section flops over and does the job These are only a few examples. I think that we should talk about them because everybody's got it. These things, they just kind of come out of nowhere. 
And I'm really curious to know, like anybody who's had a C-section and has had that kind of floppage happen to their bodies, if you exercise and if you really like get back in shape, does that ever really go away? I really am wondering. That is your daily dose of maybe young now, but 40 gonna get ya. Take heed, young ones. Oh, it has been a long day. I'm actually recording this in the evening. I usually record this during the weekdays, uh, like 10 o'clock in the morning. It's Sunday night at nearing 10 o'clock. And, uh, you know, the day, it it goes by so fast. And Sundays are really like workhorse days around here. Everybody's, we've just got our dryer fixed. So I have two weeks of everybody's laundry to get done and towels and we wash the dogs and bedding and whatnot. So that was my day. Anyway, getting everything done for everybody else and crossing off all the chores and, you know, you get to the end of your list or you get to the end of the day and it's time to do for yourself or do what you want or need to do. And it's like, never mind. Like I'm spent. (laughs) Like, I got to the end of my list today. It's like, oh, time for me to take a shower. <sighs> I could probably go another day. Like, I'm just exhausted. Or I started stretching nightly. Mark and I are going to start stretching every evening together. Or, and I'm going to start stretching, I should say, to get it to a point where I can start actually, like, just doing a walking program or a light, uh, you know, weights little resistance kind of exercise happening and he's going to be doing some exercises um it, it you get done with your day and, and it's time to do that stuff and it's like ugh, do we really have to Sunday's also typically when I like to get my weekly grooming things in you know tackle the chin hairs do the uh old pedicure maybe a mani stuff like that It's just like, well, maybe next week I can let these chin hairs blow in the wind a little longer. Just out of energy. And I guess we just have to start scheduling those things first or getting up extra early to do those things. But who wants to do that? I don't want to get up early to shower. I want to get up early to stretch my bones. I've got sleeping to do. And I value that a lot more than loose ligaments. So... Hard pass. Hard pass on that. Anyway, it's just rough, though. And it hits you. I mean, every day is like that. We always put ourselves last. We do everything for everyone. We make sure they have done all their things to do. We make sure they have all their things. We make sure everything is right and in place and in order and blah, 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 blah. And we schedule the week and we... We make the world go round. And then we're too tired to wash our pits at the end of the night. So that's just how it goes. Okay, so I have to say this next part kind of quiet and nobody better tell. Okay. My kids are getting laptops for Christmas. Okay, and I'm shook. If you'd have told me a month ago that I had decided this, I'd been like, you're crazy. Because I am not ready. They are not ready. I am not ready. I'm nervous about keeping them safe online. This One topic keeps me up at night. It is one of the things I am most afraid of in the world because kids just see too much too early and it's a problem. It, it, 
can turn into something major. I'm just so nervous about it. But I know that they're needing them for school and I'd like them to stop borrowing mine. I know that I can't keep them out of the interwebs forever. I know that I have to tackle this. I have to teach them how to go about it. I have to teach them what to stay away from and I have to teach them what is okay and not okay. And it's, but it's so much, there's so many offshoots. <laughs> like if you've ever tried to explain like online safety to a child who doesn't understand, it's daunting because there are things you go to explain one thing and it's like, oh, well, unless, and then, and then this is okay, but don't do this. And sometimes this is okay, but not usually. So just don't, I end up saying, just come, just come ask me every time. They're going to be asking me every second of every day. Is this okay? Is this okay? Is I am reading the articles about, you know, making everything safe uh, in terms of like the settings and the parental controls and uh, creating also a rule system and and like some online agreements about safety and, and like usage rules. You know, these are hard no's. You never do this. I don't know. Just, you know, we're going to have like screen time limits and, you know, just things like that. Like we're going to go into this very methodically. And I understand that that probably sounds really stupid to some people who have just given their kids free reign of the Internet. And they're just like, huh, good luck with that. That'll last two weeks. I get like I understand probably what I sound like, but. Because this has been such a fear of mine and I need the maximum amount of control in this situation. And I realize it, it is a control issue for me. But my, my children are children. They, they are only 9 and 11. So I am not just turning them over free willy-nilly to the web. You know what I mean? And here's the other thing. I just assume that when my children are online that every other person on the internet is a predator or scammer. Like, there is not one good person out there. <laughs> like, because huh. I'm scared. And who do they prey on? Innocent, unknowing children. <sighs> so pray for me. We're going to be tackling that. Also, I touched on this a little in the last uh, episode or two. Uh, things I didn't understand about my kids. I, I have another one. How... Can they hear something when I'm whispering behind a closed door somewhere? They can, they can hear what I say. But miss everything that's going on in front of their face on a TV show that has been explained. And then spend the whole TV show asking me what's going on. How does that work? How does it work? <laughs> well, why is he wearing that? Well, I don't know. He just said so. Why'd they say that? Because the, this is the situation. They just said it. Is he a nice guy? Are they kidding or are they serious? I don't know. Just watch. Your guess is as good as mine at this point. I don't know. Why don't you listen? It's always, why don't you listen? That's always the answer. Just listen, children. So as part of our little uh, outing to get Christmas shopping done, I ended up with a ton of these little sanitizers. You know where I went. And uh, they smell so good. And anyway, they're just lovely to have. And I would way rather smell those sanitizers than the regular stuff. Blech. So <laughs> I made sure we all had plenty. I literally, I went out 
to put these out in the car for everyone and their little handle, little door handles and things like that. I was out there organizing hand sanitizers for like five minutes. It was the dumbest thing I've ever done. I'm finding empty ones. There's like three that are half full. Oh, it was a whole thing. But like literally when the teacher opens the carpool door, they're just like, it's just stocked with sanitizer. Oh, they must get a kick out of the doors they open and what they see in these cars. I wonder. I bet they've got some good stories. But anyway, we are thoroughly stocked now. And you're welcome. These these are the kind of tasks that I do rather than shower all day. You're welcome. It is starting to get chilly. Doesn't it sound cold? I think so. Okay, moving on. Y'all, I tried something I've been wanting to for years. Poo-pourri. I don't know why I've never gotten it before. I just figured, I'm not going to spend money on that right now. Always interested, though. Wondered if it really worked. Y'all, it does. It is the best. I got the vanilla uh, lavender. (laughs) Spritz, spritz, spritz. Do my business. It's like an essential oil factory in there. It is so nice. I highly recommend if you've not tried the poopery or if toilet smells plague your home and you got somebody dumping and leaving that smell behind, you better get some poopery. They are not a sponsor, but uh, may have to reach out because I'm a big fan. Poopery, poopery. Okay. So last year, we we had some wreaths that we hung on the front of the house and the door and whatnot, and over the years, just gotten kind of ragged, and so I dumped them last year. Well, so this year, we didn't have any, and I thought I was going to be okay with that. Turns out, I wasn't, because doing all this Christmas shopping and listening to all the Christmas music between stores and in stores and everything, I got really, really in the mood, right? I was like, oh, the house, it doesn't feel Christmassy enough. So I went, I got new wreaths, nothing fancy, like just some plain wreaths. And then I got some bows and I stuck those on and those are on the front. And then we've got um, a nice, I did spend a little more money on the actual door wreath, but not that much because I'm balling on a budget. So I'm putting these bows on the wreaths and I I give them to my husband. I say, can you go outside and put these out on the house? And he's like, okay, where do they go? And I'm like, honey, the old ones, we've had them every single year for 10 years that we've lived here every year. You don't know where they go? No. (laughs) Okay. So I tell him, when you look at our house, there's a door in the middle. There's a left side and a right side of the front of our house. And in the middle of the left and right side, there's a huge hook. (laughs) And that's where they go. Okay. Now, there are also two hanging brackets that hold like like hanging pots of of flowers or plants. And those are are right next to where you walk to get to the door. They're they're kind of, you pass them if you're going to knock on our door. He hangs them there. By the door, so that literally, if you were going to walk to our door, you would have to dodge these two swinging, swaying wreaths <laughs> to get to the door. I'm like, what is this? He's like, well, what? Why didn't you see any other, other hooks? I show him, and he's like, oh. I really appreciate all of his help, but I'm like, really? In 10 years, you you were so oblivious that, that you never noticed where our wreaths hung? Really? Ever? But yet he saw all the non-maskers and I didn't. I don't know. 
we focus on different things, I guess, men and women, husbands and wives. But there are so many things that he is oblivious to in this house, like where we keep so many things. He doesn't get it. He doesn't have to think about that stuff because I do. Well, not to be a bummer, but we, I'm sure we've all seen that uh, COVID is making a resurge across the country. And we had a momentary scare regarding the kids' school. Like, there was a meeting (laughs) to discuss if they continue going in class or not. And my heart was in my throat all weekend. I I was, oh, please take my children back. Please take them back. I have so much to do and I cannot do it with them here. Much to my happiness, they are taking them back. I don't think we're out of the woods yet, though, because I have every feeling (laughs) that once they go on Christmas break, that might be over. I think we might be all virtual after that. I don't know. I don't want to think negative, but I'm just saying. I don't know. But, you know, my ha- my kids have been home the last week, and I have really loved having them. With Christmas and, and doing all of Christmas stuff, my daughter is so into it. She is such a helper. She helps me decorate. She has helped me with every single gift, wrapping every single gift and putting them under the tree. My boy... He's so funny. It's just that I'm always stressed out. So in the moment, I'm not like, yeah, you're so funny. I'm like, ugh. But later I think, and I'm just like, he's the best. But I have really loved having them home. We got all of their AR points taken care of. They buckled down. We kind of made a plan. So they're off and running on their AR points. They've reached their goals. Yes. They're doing good. So, so that was fun. I love school. Please keep taking my children. Well, that is going to do it for episode nine. Cannot believe we're already there. Let's get social. I want to hear from some people. What do you want to discuss? What irks you? How is middle age and middle class hitting you these days? Let's talk about it. You can reach out via email, thisweatedmesspodcast at yahoo.com. Yeah, that's right. I got a Yahoo email. It means I'm a boomer and I'm old and I probably shouldn't be giving it out, but whatever. That's the way we roll up in here. Uh, You can also reach out on Facebook and Instagram if you don't want to email my old school Yahoo account. (laughs) Ah, As I said, the next episode is going to be the season two finale. Whoa. And remember... If your life wasn't a mess, you'd probably be dead. Take it easy. Get some good Cyber Monday deals. And we'll see you next week.